Hey, hello everybody, welcome to the set. Thanks for joining us here today. It's been a while and I'll tell you something. <laughs> I'm a little exhausted because I recorded an entire show. Uh, you know, when I start a show, I have no idea where it's going to go. I have topics I want to cover. I have no idea how long it's going to take. You know, what other thoughts are going to come in the middle. And I really have no idea of where it's, where it's going to drive. And I did a full show talk about Tarko Carlson, his dismissal from Fox, his current status in media, which we're going to have to do again. And I moved the wire, the recording device shut off, and deleted the whole thing, 15 minutes of talk about Tarko Carlson. So I don't know if we're going to focus that much time on it, depending on right now, this moment of where we are in. And there's a couple of things I want to get to. I don't know if we're all going to have it in one show, because if the show goes on too long, I don't like going from one topic to the other in the same show, especially specific topics that I want to address. You know, I could just throw in an extra thing at the end of the program, which is not so relevant and important. But a lot of people don't get to the end of the show if it's too long. They don't have that much time. Uh, so I also want to talk about a scoop that I got through a talk that I had with uh, Dick Morris, if you heard it on the other show, or it might be on the end of this show at this point, I don't know where it's going to be, uh, and it has to do with the Trump debate. But before we get to that, uh, Tucker Carlson, he broke his silence on his firing from Fox. He was the number one person in media, had an 8 o'clock show, prime time on Fox News, with 3.5 million viewers every single week. Night, he had a weekday show on Fox Nation, which was a app or a website owned by Fox. And he was fired. He was the number one rated and most viewed television personality in the United States in news. And it created a lot of controversy. People were burning mad about it. Don Lemon was also fired, but Don Lemon was a sucker, couldn't bring in the views when he was a host on CNN. And he also had a primetime show, but he had a couple hundred viewers, and it was just going down and down that they literally had to move him from the primetime show to a morning show with a few co-hosts. But he kept on getting into a fight with a co-host on the morning show, and they wanted to fire him, but they couldn't because then people would yell racism because Don Lemon was a black, happens to be a male, but you know one of the LGBTQ person people. And when Fox fired Tucker, literally an hour afterwards, Don Lemon was fired from CNN because now you can't say that he was fired because of racism because also a white guy got fired like Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson was the most successful media person at the time when he was fired. As of now, I think his relevance in media and his status is gone compared to what it was. He's still highly successful, but it's a joke. Uh, and right when he left, I thought maybe his success would be way more. Uh, people are saying, well, he's still building himself up after leaving Fox. At the rate that he's going, I don't see him getting any better than he is at right now. He's on Twitter. He has a show. I can only see him dropping lower and lower and lower. And he broke a silence about his firing from Fox. Gave a very political answer because I, I guess... Fox is going to take him to court for opening the Twitter show when he wants to watch his words. He didn't condemn Rupert Murdoch, the owner of Fox, who fired him. He said that that was his choice and he was allowed to do it. Uh, he gave a very non-controversial answer, which is not so typical for Tucker, because Tucker was a very controversial figure. 
And now with the show on Tucker on Twitter, which is a 12-minute show is usually that he gives out, the couple of few first that he gave out got over 100 million views each. And the reason why those got a few hundred million views was because people wanted to see, even those that aren't fans of Tucker, where was the number one person in media that was fired from Fox going next? And they saw he opened a show on Twitter. They wanted to see his style of the programming. And so the first few shows got over 100 million views, which is very high. But now the numbers are going down and down because it's becoming normalized. Okay, he's on Twitter. He has a show there. And the numbers just keep on dropping from 13 million to 15 million. He has a following of 8.8 million followers on Twitter, which is a lot. And he had on Fox 3.5 million live viewers with a replay of another million viewers later in the night. On YouTube, he had a million views per video. So he got around 6 million views on his show that he had on Fox. Now on Twitter, he got 8.8 million followers, and he got something like 50 million, which I think is going to be the typical number of views that his videos are going to have. And why am I saying that I think his relevance is gone and his influence is completely nothing at this point in time? So let me explain this. Number one, something that's very important to understand, he has 50 million viewers. I think that's going to be the typical number you're going to see on his videos. A lot of these viewers aren't actual views because Tucker got 8 million followers, posts the video on his account. Within the first hour, 500,000 of his followers out of the 8 million see the video. They also have an account, and they post it on their account. Now, a lot of these people that are followers of Tucker have 100,000 followers of their own in their account, and some of them have 2,000, some of them have 100. But these people are obviously people that want to see Tucker's show, and that's why they're following him. Now, they take the show, they take the tweet, which is the show, and they post it on their account so that the people that follow them can see Tucker's show. But a lot of the people that are following, say, Sean, who is following Tucker, don't want to see Tucker's video on Sean's account. They're not following Tucker, and they're not interested in Tucker. So what they do is they swipe through the video of Tucker on Sean's account, which Sean tweeted, retweeted on his own account. Now, as they swipe through it, the video turns on for a second, and it gets counted as a view, but it really isn't. And a lot of these millions of these views are not accurate. I would say uh, whatever his following is, as of now it's 8.8 million, I think a lot of the people that are following Tucker at this time, it's because it was a trendy thing, the whole Tucker movement, because he was the number one guy on Fox, not that they really like his content and his style. So they'll be moving away from him as well. Whatever the following number of followers that Tucker has on Twitter are going to be at any given time, that can be the accurate number of people that actually watch the show. But as of now, it's 8.8 million, which is still more than what Tucker had on Fox. But the fact is you need to know that you have people on radio that have 50 million listeners. Mark Levin has 12 million live listeners every evening. Why isn't Mark considered more successful than Tucker was when he was on Fox News? Tucker only had 3.5 million on watching him every night on Fox News. Sean Anthony, uh, Mark Levin, Sean Anthony also has millions. 
Mark Levin has around 12 million live listeners. Why isn't Sean, uh, Mark Levin more influential? Mark is very influential, but it wasn't compared to Tucker's influence because television and cable television forms the narrative of the news. And all the talking heads and media personalities on both sides of the aisle, they watch the other networks and they take cuts from the other networks. CNN takes cuts from Fox News. And since Tucker was on a lot saying controversial things, they took his content that he gave out there on Fox and they played it on their shows. Now, if he's on Twitter, it's not the place where CNN is going to take cuts from. And radio is the same thing, unless it's something so outrageous. And the narrative is informed on radio. The narrative is informed on a Twitter show or a podcast. The narrative in the media is formed on television. That's how it has been for a long time. Cable television is going down, absolutely, because of social media. And social media is having an impact on the narrative on both sides of the aisle, Republicans and Democrats. But as it is today, uh, cable television is still the key factor of what forms the narrative for Republicans and Democrats. And since Tucker was on Fox, even though he had less viewers than he has now on Twitter, his influence was way bigger because he formed the Republican narrative. Now, what was his success on Fox? What made him so successful? I think it was the fact that he was controversial and he was the only one on television willing to ask questions that everybody else on television was afraid to ask and go into topics and controversial things that nobody was talking about, which made him very original. But it wasn't his own ideas. I don't think so. On radio, on podcasts, on YouTube, on Rumble, you have people that say way more controversial things. Now, some of them are censored even from YouTube and other places. Look at Alex Jones, who's extremely controversial. Let me tell you, if he was on Fox News, <laughs> which he would never be because he's way, 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 way over the top. I think it's pretty bizarre. He has some good points that he makes that I agree with, but a lot of them are just so crappy and so crazy. Conspiracy theories all over the place. If he'd be on Fox, I can tell you he would be spoken about the entire day. And that would be what the left-wing media would be talking about the whole day, way more than them playing cuts of when Tucker was on Fox. Uh, and since on radio, on podcasts, Tucker is not the most controversial, even on Twitter. Now, he's from the only people that has a specific show called a Twitter show. But it's in the same range as podcasts, as YouTube, right? It's not cable television. The true talent and brilliance of Tucker is being exposed. I think he's talented. He's very professional. He was able to put together a deep mind like, like nobody else. But his content wasn't so original. It, there were other people saying the same thing, but they weren't on television. So now that Tucker's off television, uh, even though he's saying the things he said on television, he's just, not, he's just one in uh, 100,000 people that are saying the same thing on radio, on podcasts, and all over the place, Right? He's not coming up with new ideas. It's not like if you go watch Tucker's Twitter show, you're going to come away with more informed opinions than what you had until now because there are way more extreme and controversial opinions out there on podcasts, on YouTube, and all over the place, and social media 
that you're going to get from people that think of it themselves and their immediate reactions, Tucker is not someone that has his own opinions as I see it. He was the only one to talk about these things on television, which was what made him so successful. But now that he's not there, he might still have a lot of views. Uh, and the fact is, if you're on radio and you have more views than someone has on television, the one on television might have way more influence than the person on radio, even though the person on radio has more listeners. Because the thinking heads watch television, the narrative shapers watch television, politicians watch television, and the opposing networks, they take their cuts from Fox News and Newsmax, not even so much Newsmax, more Fox News. And if Tucker's on Twitter, when was the last time you heard a cut of Tucker going around? Now there's a cut going around because he, he this is the first time he did an interview with Russell Brand, who was a pretty controversial guy on Rumble that has his own ideas, that has a lot of followers. A very original guy, a very interesting person. He was a SNL actor, a comedian, Russell Brand. Tucker did an interview over there where he gave his first response to being fired from Fox. I don't think it was a very strong response, basically, you know, giving a very political answer and not the typical kind of answer you'd expect from Tucker. Uh, he kind of let Rupert Murdoch get away with it. And here's what he said. It's, it's making the rounds because it's the first interview Tucker did since he left Fox. Uh, and additional interviews are not going to get this kind of coverage. Here's what Tucker said. Now, Fox News, by the way, they are not going to have any cut of this interview played on their network, which is uh, going to be a big factor in this getting around. Because Fox is so influential, anything that gets played on Fox makes its rounds in the media. It's being passed from radio to radio show. It's going to social media. The, a lot of cuts from Tucker and Russell Brand's show is going around. Anyways, I want you to hear what Tucker said because it's a little interesting. It's it's a the first time where you have the guy that was fired, number one person in the media, giving his response to being fired and how he feels about it. Here we go. Been in uh, six months, six months or so since you left Fox. How have you been personally, and how does it compare to the time when you left MSNBC in terms of its emotional impact on you? Well, I've been fired. You know, this is not the first time I've been fired, and I think in our business, when you work for a big company in media, and you know, you say what you think, there's an expectation that you could get fired. So, um, I've always had that, and I've always tried to take the long view, not just on media but on life. Mm. All graves go unvisited in the end. I always think that, and. Uh, so I, I I was I was surprised I didn't you know expect to get fired that morning at all in uh, April um, so I was shocked but I wasn't really shocked and I wasn't mad it's not my company oh, and when you work oh, for man. someone else that person ah. reserves the right and in fact has inherently the right to decide whether you work there or not and um, I don't know why I was fired I really don't uh, I'm not angry about it. Uh, you can believe me or not, but I think you can feel that I'm not. Um, and, you know, I wish Fox well. I think you're mad. Uh, there was, you know, ugly leaking, you know, I'm a racist or whatever they leaked. Or someone there leaked to the New York Times, but I, that's not true. And I think the people who run the company know that's not true. I actually don't think they did it. Um, and I'm not mad about it. And I've been, I've been happy. So, okay. You have not been happy, all right? <laughs> so he's trying to make it like, it's no big deal. I was fired. I mean, I'm on Twitter, right? 
So I'm doing great. Which is a pretty smart answer, I think, saying that you're not mad and that, you know, you're not upset because that would mean that you haven't lost anything from being fired from Fox, which he has. And that would mean, hey, I'm doing so successful at Twitter that it doesn't really matter that I was fired from Fox. But that's not the truth, as we already spoke about his influence and all that. For the rest of this episode, listen to part two. For the rest of this episode, listen to the second part of this program.